So, hi everybody. Welcome to our cultural frame. My name is Abby and I'm with Danielle. And today we're going to talk about brown skin girl. Yes, skin just like her. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I can't say, I can't say brown skin, girl. So we can do that for 20 minutes. I can just sing the chorus, though. <laughs> okay, I really don't know the song. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to need a yeah. Okay, we're having so much fun, which is cool. I'm all up for fun. So today we're going to talk about brown skin girl and um danielle has a couple of questions for moi and we are going to retake go back and forth and it's going to be fun because i i want to know everyone's reaction to beyonce's new album um the lion king lion king the gift what do you think what do you think about her collaborations with um artists from Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa. What do you think about her being on the Lion King, her song being on Lion King itself? Do you think it was, of course it was a move uh, to sell the film, the animation, um, live action Lion King, but do you think it worked? What do you all think? We want to know. So please drop a comment. We want to know what you think. We want to know how you're receiving our podcast. Okay, I'm talking so much. So, Danielle, what do you want me to start with? Or what do you want us to start with, actually? I mean, like, like we said, right, okay? Brown Skin Girl, Lion King, huge things happening this summer, right? Lion King remake after, what is this, 20? I don't know how old I am, but however old I am, that's how old Lion King is, okay? And so that's a long time. Now, I've been on the earth for a long time now. Um, but it's a big thing. It's a huge thing, especially for 90s kids. Um, this whole nostalgia sort of thing that Disney got going for them. Um, and so one thing that is part of that nostalgia is not, it's not necessarily the song, um, but it's adding to it. It's building to... I would say Lion King and the epicness of Lion King. And maybe I'm building it too much where we, like I said, what we do on here, uh, yeah. deconstruct and we analyze. And so maybe I shouldn't build it so much before we, we start deconstructing things. Now, we build. So just be looking forward to that. But what about Brown Skin Girls is, it is this huge, um, just monumental in that what it says, how it says it, um, and how I guess far it it might reach um, culturally. So, uh, in case you have been under a rock, as people like to say, "Brown Skin Girls" is the Beyonce's song. Um, you know, written and, and sung with uh, her daughter, Blue Ivy, and um, some other folk on the on the track, and we'll talk about that. Wiz Kid and uh, somebody else. Um, <laughs> I think it's St. John. Let me stop playing. St. <laughs> John. Um, and so 
we want to talk about that. We want to talk about that. We'll talk about it a little bit in relation to Lion King. I have to be honest. I have to be honest that I have not seen the new Lion King. Okay? Don't get mad at me. Don't write comments about about other stuff. Okay? King because I've been studying for comps exams. Okay? So we need to just clear all of that up. However, Brown Skin Girl has brought me in soundtrack to feel the vibe okay so let's talk about this vibe let's talk about brown skin girls so abby i question just sort of a general general question what and this might be a little bit question but how did how did you first react to brown skin girls just initial um I want to say phenomenological reaction to really phenomenological. <laughs> Ma'am, your exams are <laughs> taking a toll on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, and so your 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 instinctive sort of up from your belly reaction. Sure. What was your reaction to brown skin girl? Good. So. Um, I, I think I'm the best person for the job. Again, I like, you know, is it tooting my own horn? Like, you know, saying I'm the best. I really am. Because I'm not seen, I'm not a Bayhide. Like, I like Beyonce's song, but I'm not going to call myself a Bayhide. I'm not even sure that's what it's called. So I feel like I can take an objective stance, um, which is what I'm going to do today um, with, the, uh, with Brown Skin Girl, the album itself the lion king lion king the gift and um my initial reaction to it so um to just quickly say like danielle said um the song featured with skid um popular nigerian artist um sir john and blue ivy and um the album itself featured artists from um west africa from ghana um and from i already said it's west africa nigeria and ghana right so it's really huge um and i really want to know again what do you guys think about that what i well i'm gonna get into that because we're just gonna go in different directions so to start with when i first heard bronski girls i mean you know youtube is always on my in my business youtube is in my business so it suggested a song to me and i was like what's this circle logo scary looking thing i'm sorry you know so i i didn't listen to it initially and um everyone was like crazy about it but i i have i do a good job of not following the crowd people are crazy about stuff if i'm not into it i'm not into it but i finally listened to it what really drew me into it was um well i can't remember the first time i listened to it but i remember the time it really stood out to me was when um, I saw this reaction to the song. So as this little kids, I'm guessing they're from maybe somewhere. It, it didn't say where in Africa they're from. Um, it just said African kids, but of course, you know, Africa is a continent, so they were from, from somewhere in Africa. Um, but they were dancing. They were dancing with so much joy, and I actually teared up because. I felt that for our generation and for this young kids, like we now, we've always had music. Like in my day, we've 
topic by um, you know, a great African female musicians, you know, just call them our aunties who have praised brown women, praised black women. But it's good to also have something like that in 2019, you know, that's not like, you know, just about your body and objectifying your body and all of that stuff. It's actually about your beauty, you know, and he has lyrics like, you know, remember what mama said, you know. Your skin is beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Raise your head up high. But the way the kids were dancing to it showed me that even beyond the U.S., right, even somewhere, you know, maybe they're from Nigeria, Ghana, wherever they're from, the kids who listen to this song, they connect to it. it. Or maybe it's just the beat. Let me not make it too deep. But they connect to it in some kind of way. And they're excited about that. I mean, and, you know, they're dark-skinned and the song was saying brown-skinned. It was just, whew, Okay. It was just crazy. Like, it was a moment for me. Um, so that was one of the things that, you know, really drew me into the song that, wow, this is something that's actually for brown-skinned women. And now, there is an argument or something going on, you know, where people are like, well, she said brown-skinned girl. Is this for dark-skinned women? And I know I just said it previously. Like, the kids were very dark-skinned. You know, so people want to make the argument, is it for dark-skinned women or is it for brown-skinned women? And I know how to... I just slide out of conversations like that like it's we can talk about it um later on but um i think this is one of the in my own opinion this is one of the things that's also giving the song more more jive is that there's so much conversation about it some people don't like it some people are like oh we killed lion king why did she have to why did they have to use beyonce why did they have to bring all um um, they, they, she brought, they brought in African artists, but it didn't feel very African. You know, there's that team, and then there's team, oh, brown skin girl, wow, you know, it's, a, it's an awesome song. So I feel like all that back and forth is actually making the album in itself more heard because people want to go listen and they want to be part of it or they want to argue or whatever. So, all I'm saying in summary to your first question is that Beyonce is a smart woman if you hate her if you love her she's still gonna be popular and she's still gonna make her money that's all I got for now okay. ma'am alright can, can we yeah. back up to 2.5 to 2.5 seconds okay sure. give me two words that describe your affective response to the song <sighs> To the song, I felt. Whew, why are you putting me on the spot? I'm That's sorry. I, I can give two words. If you I, want me to. No, no, no. This is my moment. Don't steal my moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me step back. Me... I, okay, I felt. I connected to. How did I say? I felt seen. You know, that's more than two words, but I think that's the summary. I felt seen. And I've heard people also say, oh, why are you all waiting for Beyonce to come tell you that you're pretty? It's not just about that. It's the, I think I also give it up to the scriptwriter who I actually was reading about um, a couple of minutes ago. And when I get his name, I'm going to mention it. I, I, great shout out to the scriptwriter. So the song, because I'm a words person. Um, the song, the, the words itself, I, I connected with, you know, because it, you know, you know how it is, like, you know, for black people, your mom's words go go a long way. So when I was hearing the song, hearing, you know, when you feel some kind of way, just remember what your mom is told, you remember this, remember that. I felt like it was talking to me. So I felt seen, I, I connected to it. 
Um, now, I, if you're asking me about my general reaction to Beyonce as a whole, that's a different conversation. But to Brown Skin Girl in itself, I felt seen and I felt like, yeah, this song is for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I see that. I see that. I see where that's coming from. I mean, for me, I think I felt. Okay, I'm gonna say surprisingly moved um, in various ways. So yeah. not only yeah. um, a quick I, picture of so Google tells me Son John actually wrote the with the song. Just want to say that. Okay. But yeah. So right. you said you felt moved in different kinds of ways. Right. So moved in like I wanted to dance. Right. <laughs> All right. That was one way that I felt moved. Um, but I also felt moved that um, you know, remember what mama said. And yeah. I think that's important because it's to me and that adds layers to the conversations that we've had before about um commercialism. And mm-hmm thing about this song specifically is that when you add the that dimension of Mama Said, when you add the dimension of Blue Ivy, it's it's trying to 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 share with this next generation perhaps something that first of all something that your mom probably or should have told you, particularly in, in you know this sort of society where um, you know other Im- uh, images of, of straight hair, light skin, like you know white skin, all these things mm-hmm. are pervasive and tell you that your skin is not it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. Or that 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 mama, that that daddy, somebody to tell you that your skin, your look, your self, not necessarily that your your look is that, but that yourself is beautiful. And, and it's not that you have to change that in order to be, okay? And so that's important. And, and I think it's important that song, it feels like Beyonce is, she's sharing that with her daughter. Right. Yeah. Legacy is important. I don't know who wants to have a lot of money, but you know, let's just keep going. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's again, there are levels with right, there are levels of this sort of commercialism, but at the same time, without the amount of money that Beyonce and the amount of clout that Beyonce has, would this song be on Disney's album? That's a major question because yes, like you said, we you know pe- people have sung, people people have had songs. I mean, they, they right, right. think about you know think about a lot of you. We've had songs. This this is not necessarily a new phenomenon, but what is different um, is the the amount that the 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 reach. That has been able to um, been ach- be achieved by 
Beyonce in this song in relation to Disney um, and in this in this this way. So I guess my second, the thing that, the other thing that I want to uh, talk about um, is to include this from South Africa and Nigeria. I think you said Ghana at some point. Um, and I feel like what she is doing to an extent, reaching back, I want to say to was it the 60s? Was it the 60s, 50s? Um, where we talk about uh, uh, transnational. That's This is what I'm trying to get to. Transnational. Um, and sort of the Black Atlantic that, that Paul Gilroy talked oh about. Um, what? It was a movement. Do you? Oh. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Um, it's not black. The black. It's the okay. We have Pan Africanism, which is is there's another that's another thing. But I'm I'm looking for a movement. Pan Africanism. Right. Yeah. And I James Baldwin talked about. I'm you know what I'm about to. Let's, let's talk about Africanism, the Black Atlantic. Um, what else are you looking for? Um, let's just move on. Let's move on. I'll come back to it later. Um, but, so... so Afrocentrism? Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> um, considering all of these, these uh, connections, what good and bad you know, ugly and, and cute. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the use of these various artists on this, the on these tracks, on this album, and this album relating to the lot Disney's The Lion King and their um, hmm. yeah. So what do I think? So, um. I good the good thing is that I'm happy that so all of these artists are already famous in their home countries right so like I said in the shoot in the album as a whole um so don't jealous me she has techno hear me all day and Mr. Easy these are popular artists in Nigeria in my power she has Busiswa who is from South Africa Yemiela Day, um, Moya Child Sonelli, um, who is from Ghana. Um, and then in case of the kingdom, she has two Savage and so easy also from Nigeria, and in Jaira, she has Bonaboy. So she has a lot of Nigerian artists from South Africa, artists from Ghana, which is cool. Um, so it's not that she, I, I don't, I, I want to be careful to saying that, oh my God, she brought, she brought them into the limelight, right? They are already popular in most of Africa, right? But it's good that we can see this collaboration on a global level, right? And even um, as part of the Lion King album also. So I'm excited about that. Now, um, what's important is that, so they feature on this album. And I also want to say that it would also be good if 
this is not just a thing she also just did to push herself forward um to also um make herself how do i say this without letting the bay high people come for me <laughs> but I, I hope it's not just like the, it, it obviously isn't she, 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 I, I don't think it's that but I hope it's not just a thing of okay I'm Beyonce I'm a musician and I'm also a smart business woman so I'm gonna bring in all this because she's not just bringing people who aren't popular right she's bringing people who already are known in all of their countries right and it's kind of like a formidable force in a good way of music um, so I hope it's also not just about her because when you asked me, well, my reaction to Brown Skin Girl, yeah, I was happy, but the album as a whole, I just, I had this feeling in my mind, like, I hope this is just about making the Beyonce kingdom unendable. The unendable is something I just made up, but making it stronger, the empire stronger, right? Because it also, I also want not just that these artists are featuring on someone's songs, that even here, it gives them, like, of course, more opportunities. Um, they can also get to create their own albums and also feature, maybe her, Maybe I'm being so idealistic, but, you know, I want it to be a good trade-off. I think that's the word I'm looking for. That's kind of, like, what I'm looking for. A good trade-off in that they're not just featuring, it's also adding to their own careers, like, monetarily, album-wise. Um, and all that stuff. Of course, it's already added to their to their careers monetarily. But what I'm saying is, like, there is the shooting star fame um, where someone features you in their album and you're like, pow, you know. And then there's a long lasting fame where don't not only does someone feature you on their album, it's also added to your career on the long run. So you're creating an album. You also have artists from the US who are also featuring there. So it's a good trade-off for you. That doesn't just last for a short period of time. It lasts for a long period of time. So um, that does that make sense? I, I feel like I, I know what I'm saying, but I'm not sure if I'm communicating it clearly. Because of course now they're famous. They've always been famous. Now they're, they're featured on this big album that's all good but I'm I just can't ignore that feeling that well is this more about Beyonce uh, spreading her empire <laughs> uh, which is already of course she's already known in Africa but is it more about Beyonce or more about actually giving each artist um, um, a fair share of establishing their careers more right um so that's my that's my reaction to that. But apart from that, I'm excited. Like I'm happy for Whiskey. Um, oof, I feel like I'm gonna offend a lot of people. But I usually, I previously wasn't like a big Whiskey fan. Like I would listen to his music, but I was like, yeah, 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 you know. But with this, I feel like not he he's here because he's also done something for himself right he's known already and that's why she she brought him on and you know this is i'm excited for him i i you know i'm happy that i just feel hopeful for him he's young he has so long ahead of him and he can do so much more you know and so and likewise for everyone else Sarah savage um Tinelli, Busiwa, all of his people they're gonna do great um, so yeah, that, that's my initial reaction because I one thing I've learned from um, following Beyonce's story is that she's a musician, she's an artist, but like so many, unlike so many artists who are more concerned about the art, 
you know, and that's where people say, oh, if you're going to be an artist, you're going to be poor, blah, 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 even though that's not true. She's smart in that way. She's like, yeah, I'm making art, but I'm also going to make money. So she's also a businesswoman. And you can see that strategy, you know. And this is one thing, uh, Danielle, I, both of us have talked about is that, <laughs> oof, I'm stepping on so many toes. But when, <laughs> you know, Beyonce didn't start her career going all black power, you know, she didn't start her career going all Afrocentric, you know, she started with, you know, you know, Dream Girls, all the songs that, yeah, like SNL, Saturday Night Live did this skit about when white people found out Beyonce was black because she, her music was um, open to everyone, you know, Pretty Girl, um, I'm a strong woman, all of that stuff. Yes, it was there. And then all of a sudden, you know, when she did formation, you know, there's that joke. Everyone was like, oh, dang, she's black. You know, I didn't know that. It wasn't just formation, but, you know, when she started coming out, people were like, oh my God, I didn't know she was, but she's black. And people, you know, I'm like, um, have you seen her? She's black. <laughs> um, but you see that, and I think I respect her for that because, um, she is strategic in doing stuff but a part of me is also like girl i see what you're doing you know you built your career you've made sure you go to a point where you're kind of unshakable and then you release formation talking about you know <laughs> you know new orleans blah, 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 whatever um you know and at, at that point you're beyonce people are still going to support you um so i see this strategic okay, now I'm going into Black Power, and then now I'm going into Afrocentric music, you know, so it's gradual. And I celebrate her, but I'm like, are you, okay, okay, again, stepping on toes. But I'm like, is she doing this because she really does care, or is she doing this because she wants to make money? Which is a kind of like a novice question to ask because she's a businesswoman. And the only reason why you go into the business is to make money, you know. But for those of us who are like social justice oriented, who've been on this whole, yay, you know, black power, you know, equality of team forever. I think we always have that initial concern when some celebrity jumps on board. We're like, are you using this? You know, it's that thing of, are you using black to sell yourself? Or do you really care? Yeah. So I, I've said a lot. I, I I need to get a bodyguard with all the stuff I just put out there. Well, I think I think what you said. So plan here, right? There are a couple of things, right? Is that on the one hand, we still need to be cautious, be critical, um, right. and, and further exam. Think, examine things, right? So if we're if we're excited about brown skin girls, we can have that excitement. That is that's great. That is awesome. We also have look at it on a deeper level, right? A couple of deeper levels, um, especially as it's connected, you know, to industries, especially as it's connected to the U.S. music industry, which the, the especially mainstream music industry, which they, uh, the Beyonce and Jay Z have have uh, done some things in and out, sort of trying to put 
and their artistry um, and, and, and sort of elevate time they're still in the industry and they've grown in the industry and so you have to consider that you have to consider that as a part of their development as artists you have to consider that as a part of what they're 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 doing now at the same time we also can consider um what the 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 individual is doing what what we feel from the from the songs uh, relating how that not it was you know uh, money driven um, how that affected like like Abby was saying like you were saying Abby um, people who are listening to the song like Mm. little black girls who are listening to the song and able to groove to it and able to have that song played mm. you know as a part of like this is the when when you think about Disney like you know little girls a lot of little girls you know watching Disney and for me and I've been alive that that long, but um, watching Disney, you don't see a lot of yourself. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of songs. Your yourself, your beauty, um, particularly in relation to Disney, which is huge in terms of the 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 kids market and and kids uh, storytelling. All these different things and so it's layered the, the point that I'm trying to make is that it's layered it's layered it's def- that, you definitely make a good point with either way either way that's the thing that's why I respect Beyonce is that either way now no one can shut out like you can't sh- you have to okay you don't have to listen but she's oh she has a presence and she's heard she is heard, you know, and that's the thing with um, a lot of um, people from historically marginalized communities is that you're trying to be heard. You're trying to lay your story out there. You're trying to lay your voice out there. And Beyonce is able to do that. She's heard because she's popular. She has a class. She has money. So you can't like her message is getting out there. Like you said, with Disney, it's not all about pretty princesses and I'm not even going to go into that, but whenever we do go into that, the, the whole conversation with the man, mermaid and, you know, why there isn't a person of color and all that stuff. But um, with Disney, like you said, now she's present with brown skin girl and she's reaching out to a lot of brown skin girls and dark skin girls across the world, you know, and she's doing that work. So even if she's making up her money off of it, she is still doing the work. Like I was just looking at the video of Formation while you were talking. And Formation is it's like very present. I don't want to say forceful, <laughs> but it's very present. She's like, I'm here, I'm in your face, and it's what you're gonna do about it. Right. And so either way, even if she's making money off of this, she's still doing the work. And that's why she's a complex layered person. And that's why she's someone you cannot just ignore. She's strategic, she plans it, and she's present. Fully present. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're running out of time, so I want to wrap up this conversation. Um, we are going to return somewhat to this um, in later episode, uh, and we're going to tackle um, not only the skin but the hair that that often <laughs> that often we comes. Probably from. Like the old song. What? Never mind. <laughs> Since that, Abby, do you have any closing remarks, closing thoughts? Um, closing remarks, since we're going to continue, um, we're going to keep talking about hair and stuff. But yeah, my closing remarks is that brown skin girl is here to stay. <laughs> is that... Is- the song or the people? I, you saying brown skin girls? Oh, oh, the song and, and brown skin girls too, and dark skin girls too are here to stay. And shout out to every brown skin, dark skin girl. You're pretty. Remember what your mama said. Raise up your head. If you're in, if you're in any school, um, I know school is about to resume, but if you're in any school institution where you're the only person of color we go be there and you go into a room you're the only person of color you're in class or your business and you just want to shrink because you you feel alone don't feel alone just remember the song and maybe remember me <laughs> and then yeah but we've, we've been in, in those situations where you're in class and you just want to be the fly on the wall because you're like i'm the only one here i'm you know outnumbered nobody wants to hear what i'm gonna say do not do that. You're here to stay. You're present. Your voice is appreciated. So continue to shine. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Abby, for those encouraging words. And to wrap up, this has been our culture frame with Abby and Danielle. Um, join us next time. Ciao.